translucent metal that cast a shadowless glow over everything. There was a large bulky table near the wall away from the door. It looked almost normal, except that the objects on it were like nothing that had ever existed. Their purposes were unknown, and their shapes meaningless. He jerked his head away, not wanting to look at the things on the table. The walls at least looked familiar. They seemed to be panelled in some fine wood. He walked over and touched it, and immediately knew that no matter what it looked like, it wasn't wood. The illusion was there to the eye, but no wood ever had such a hard, sharp, smooth, glass-like surface as this. He jerked his fingertips away. He recognised then the emotion that had made him turn away from the objects on the table and pull his hand away from the unnatural wall. It was fear. Fear? Nonsense. He put his hand out suddenly and slapped the wall with his palm and held it there. There was nothing to be afraid of. He laughed at himself softly. He'd faced death a hundred times during the war without showing fear. This was no time to start. What would his men think of him? If they saw him getting shaky over the mere touch of a wood-like wall. The memories were coming back. This time he didn't try to probe for them. He just let them flow. He turned around again and looked deliberately at the big bulky table. There was a faint humming noise coming from it, which had escaped his notice before. He walked over to it and looked at the queerly shaped things that lay on its shining surface. He had already decided that the table was no more wood than the wall, and a touch of a finger to the surface verified the decision. The only thing that looked at all familiar on the table was a sheaf of written material. He picked it up and glanced over the pages, noticing the neat characters, so unlike any that he knew. He couldn't read a word of it. He grinned and put the sheets back down on the smooth tabletop. The humming appeared to be coming from a metal box on the other side of the table. He circled around and took a look at the thing. It had levers and knobs and other projections, but their functions were not immediately discernible. There were several rows of studs with various unrecognisable symbols on them. This would certainly be something to tell London, when and if he got back. He reached out a tentative finger and touched one of the symbol-marked studs. There was a loud click in the stillness of the room, and he leaped back from the device. He watched it warily for a moment, but nothing more seemed to be forthcoming. Still, he decided it might be best to let things alone. There was no point in messing with things that undoubtedly controlled forces beyond his ability to cope with, or understand. After all, such a long time... He stopped. Time. Time? What had Kantarini said? What had he said about time? Something about it being like a river that flowed rapidly. That much he remembered. Ah, yes, that was it almost impossible to try to swim backwards against the current, or, or something else. What? He shook his head. The more he tried to remember what his fellow prisoner had told him, the more elusive it became. He had travelled in time, that much was certain, but how far, and in which direction? Towards the future? Obviously. Contarini had made it plain that going into the past was impossible. And could he, Broom, get back to his own time? Or was he destined to stay in this place, wherever and 
whenever it was. Evidently, movement through the Time River had a tendency to disorganize a man's memories. Well, wasn't that obvious anyway? Even normal movement through time at the rate of one day per day made some memories fade, and some were lost entirely, while others remained clear and bright. What would a sudden jump of centuries do? His memory was improving, though. If he just let it alone, most of it would come back and he could orient himself. Meanwhile, he might as well explore his surroundings a little more. He resolved to keep his hands off anything that wasn't readily identifiable. There was a single, oddly shaped chair by the bulky table, and behind the chair was a heavy curtain which apparently covered a window. He could see a gleam of light coming through a division in the curtain. Broom decided he might as well get a good look at whatever was outside the building he was in.